0: Welcome to Only a Podcast. Two blokes upside down and many miles from home talk about popular culture and unpopular culture too. Music, books, films, the news, what we had for dinner last night, anything goes. Apart from politics, probably. Kia ora Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 29 of Only a Podcast. Say hello, Captain.
1: Hello, Captain. Hello folks. What's going on? What's going on? I don't know, I'm not sure. I've just been reading a thing about um the Hertz Car Company in the oh. States. Um just before we came on air, as it were. Um they've been fined an awful lot of money because um when they stuffed up and when they didn't um know where a car was or they didn't enter in the system then the person had returned the car. Their default thing to do was to raise a report with the police <laughs> who would then investigate the people that rented the car and in some cases um slap them in jail well wow. so, so they are now paying 168 million dollars um in um in reparations to these poor folks <laughs> um, all because they were crap um, and of course you know all the all the big wigs are not going to be Affected by this, but the company will have to fork out for their
0: yeah, of course they will. Uh, their so own
1: stupidity. Prices go up, basically. Yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, yeah. hit them where it hurts, you it's might say. It. Yes, thank a little bit of politics much. there. Oh, yeah, very much. Kind of, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Good. I've been, uh, I've been out for a run. I've been running a bit over this last week have or yeah. two. Yeah, oh. uh, I haven't run for ages, and mm. like for probably a year since I last put a pair of running shoes on, and. I'm not very good, you know, even then that was when I was living in my previous house where it was completely flat. Um, and, uh, I couldn't run 500 meters without having to stop, you know, but, um, yeah, I've got some new running shoes on Black Friday sale and I'm out and it's definitely not flat where I am here. No, it's not. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of, I just got back from a, I ran, I managed 6k. I didn't run it all. I ran the first 3k and. Walk, oh, yeah. walk ran back
1: got a, yeah.
0: got a bus a second <laughs> <laughs> got, a, got an uber No, I, uh, yeah, yeah so was, uh, cool. yeah, it was cool yeah it's going really well and I don't know why I can suddenly run more than I could mm. although, although it could be one thing which is the um, the aforementioned cold showers which oh, yeah. do brilliant well, things yeah. for your cardiovascular system because I'm still yeah, doing do. them I've been doing them for about a year uh, supposed to do very very good things for all your capillaries and your veins and your arteries and all that so maybe it's that get more be. Getting more oxygen around. So, uh, yeah. Also in that really- time, I know we've talked about doing a, a men's health special. But I'm going to talk about a few health things here while, while we're at it. Um, it. Also in that time, I've been uh, doing these cold showers. Again, might be a coincidence, but you know I've got a Fitbit and it measures all your all your bits to make mm. sure they're fit. And uh, I've noticed my resting heart rate a- about nine months ago was was sixty, which is good. It's fine, but it's, mm. it's come gradually come down to fifty five. Whoa. And again, I reckon it's down to the old cold showers. Yeah, it be. Can, I'm not doing anything else different. Mm. So that's really good. But the flip side of that is, uh, it's it's time for my annual health check. So I went down oh, yeah. d- down the road today and uh, had a blood pressure thing done. I mean, blood pressure's yeah. up a bit. Oh. Yeah, I mean, blood pressure's been a little bit high for a couple of years, but it's up from what it was a couple of years ago. Last time I had it checked. So, okay. yeah. Got to, got to sort that out. Um, yeah. Salt. I do. Uh, must be salt because I don't eat any saturated fat whatsoever. No, don't I, do don't that. Smoke, no, I don't smoke. No. I don't drink really. No. Uh, yeah. So it's got to be salt. I eat too much bread because, you know, I, I was reading up on this because most people get most of their salt from bread, store bought yeah. bread. And I do eat it It's quite a strange a lot, thing, but that's what happens. Yeah. Mm. So I've got, to, yeah, I've got to
1: try and work on that. Yeah. Uh, I was okay with my recent. Bloods, urines, and, and whatever's tests. Um, not too bad. Cholesterol is the thing that I get worried about. Mm. Uh, my dad was. Uh, he still controls his with um, medication. I'm Startings. not quite at that stage yet, but I mm. do keep an eye on it. Uh,
0: well, I, I was. Regularly. The, I was at the point because I was having annual. Because we used to get them done free at work every year, so I was getting an annual mm. cholesterol test. I was watching it throughout my forties. Really, I was watching it creeping up and up. Yeah. And uh, it got to the point where they they said, oh, you should go speak to your doctor about this. So I did. And the doctor said, okay, well, you're at the threshold now. And any more, and we're going to have to yeah. talk about putting you on medication. And that was one of the things that made me think, oh, I'm going to try a vegan diet. Mm. Uh, so I did that and did just try it. Just It just happened. And that was it. It was vegan. Yeah. And uh, yeah, got the, cholesterol done 12 months later and it plummeted. I mean, like, no, uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely yeah, no. plummeted and it's continued to do so ever yeah. since because I don't eat any saturated fat at all. Um, mm. And that's what causes that's it, right? So that's good. good. That's good. That's no, um, sure.
1: cool. Anyway, men's health. So, yeah, get your things done, folks. Get your regular tests. Yeah, get your bits and None months. of this I don't want to know nonsense. Just go and get it done. Yeah, yeah. Sort yourselves out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. I get this
1: annual... Annual
0: blood test. I mean, I've, I don't get, you know, a physical checkup, if you know what I mean, but I, d- I do get an annual yeah. blood blood screen just because of the, my diet. I need to make sure I've, I'm getting all the right things. I know I am. It's more yeah. f- It's more t- t- for other people when they start giving you a bit of stick about your diet. You so well, actually, all my bits are all, all exactly where they should it's be. all good. Uh, yeah. So, it's cool. yeah. So that's good. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, this episode, I don't think we've got anything specific uh, to talk no. about, but I've actually, as as always, managed to get quite a big list of little bits and bobs that have come up over the last few weeks. So yeah. um, I'll kick off. Um, Go on. Then. I had a message from uh, mon Ami, my friend uh, Alex in in London. Bonjour, Alex. Um, it Putting me right on something. Oh yeah, yeah. I was, I was wrong on something. So I said. Uh, a, a few episodes back, we were talking about the Beatles and I mentioned which track was it? Oh, I can't remember which song it was now. There's a Beatles song. You'll know when I say it. And I, I, and I said, oh, this is the, uh, this is the only Beatles song on which none of the band played any instruments. Eleanor Rigby. It was Eleanor Rigby. Um, I was wrong. There were several oh. actually. And he pointed it out. Um, she's leaving home. Was one of them because he uh, he was listening to that and he thought, "Well, oh, I wonder." Uh, and yeah, you know, it turns out they didn't play on that one. And there were a few actually where it was just mm. strings. So I was wrong. So oh, uh, yeah. you'll be having my resignation letter in the morning. Crikey. yeah.
1: You have to. You're sentenced to read the <laughs> e. McDonald book five times. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. So there you go.
1: Um, but we did have another one from uh, from Tricky on Instagram over there. Um, but explaining because we didn't do it particularly well about um, Engelbert Humperdinck's release me beating mm. um, Strawberry Fields and slash Penny Lane to number one. And he said, of course, and it's true because it a, was a double A side and um, the way they counted it um, was, uh, was either one or the other, not both. Oh. Um, so you, so you were, uh, if more people said Strawberry Fields, then Strawberry Fields was was the
0: the oh, highest. I thought um, record shops just filled in Penny a form at the end of the week to say how you many. Know,
1: I guess that was it. But if they handed it in with Penny Lane written on it, yeah, or, or Strawberry Fields written so, on it, then it's half. Of, you know, halfish. Mm. You know, so that's my um, excellent. Yeah, fair enough. And can't, we did it. We did it. We that. cast another one out there to the socials, which was um after we talked about Dominion Road, mm. which is near where I live, um, Amy over there in Glasgow um, said the song that was written about my hometown is T.R. Wanger, mm. which is in the Hawks Bay over here. And it's by a sort of New Zealand psych pop artist called Conan Moccasin, although the song was actually sung by Conan's dad. Um, a nice little floaty bit of stuff mm. uh, if you want to listen to that.
2: Yeah.
1: And um, imagine what T.R. Wanger is like. Maybe maybe him he can tell us.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Because yeah. I, I can't imagine what We've it was not like. Not been there. Mm. No. Um.
1: Yeah. So I, that's, that's a bit of socials catching up.
0: Yeah. But so, yeah. So keep your comments coming in. Keep putting us right on all of our stuff that we say. It's probably wrong. Mm. Um. Yeah. Culture catch up. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't done that for a while. So I've been. Uh, well, I've got a bit actually. So um, the theatre. I've been to the theatre twice in a w- in a week. Wow. and I'm going again at the weekend. Uh, there's a reason for that, though, and I should I should explain. So, the first theatre performance last weekend was the local pantomime, Robin Hood, because my my 14 year old daughter's in it. So uh, she's doing 10 performances of that. So she's off there right now as we speak. Whoa. So went along okay. to that. Great fun. Pantomimes in New Zealand are a bit different to in the UK. Um, really? that yeah, the the audiences aren't quite so up for it. Um, but it's, it's such a British thing, obviously. I, I guess most of the audience yeah. was made up of Brits. I don't know, but um,
1: oh no, it isn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, <laughs> so that was good. Yeah, we're going to go to the closing performance at the weekend, so that was nice. Um, and last night, I went to the the Regent Theatre in Dunedin and saw the Horizons show by Professor Brian Cox and uh, uh, and yeah. Robin Ince. Yeah. Uh I'm sure you all know who Professor Brian Cox is. Uh, Robin Ince um, is a stand-up comedian of some standing. You may or may not know him. But um, there's a BBC uh, Radio 4 show called The Infinite Monkey Cage. I don't know if you know that, Captain?
2: No.
0: Ah, I've been a... It gets released as a podcast as well. And I've been a, yeah. a fan of that show for years. I'm quite a big, big fan of Radio 4 generally. Um, and it's a science... It's like a panel show. They have guests on and it's a science... It's science-based, but with a twist of uh, yeah. comedy. So it's a light-hearted approach to science. Uh, each week they'll have some experts on. It's Brian Cox and Robin Ince host it, and they'll have a couple of experts on about a different topic. Um, so out of the back of that, you know, the, um, Brian Cox and Robin Ince have gone on a world tour. They've been all over the place. But um, I came down to Dunedin, which was mm-hmm. which was great. Um, oh, my brain hurts a bit, though. Oh. Oh. You won't believe what goes on inside a black hole. Oh, uh. yeah, um, yeah. It was very heavy. It was, you know, cosmology, astrophysics, and you know, astronomy, and all that kind of stuff. It's all pretty heavy, but absolutely fascinating. And quite philosophical as well, actually. You know, asking questions about, you know, could there be life on other planets? Probably not, um, but there's trillions and zillions of them, so there might be. Yeah. Uh, so that was really, really interesting, actually. So uh, if you mm. get a chance, I don't know how long the tour goes on for. Or, I know they're going up to Christchurch, so I don't know if they're coming up yeah. your way as well. I'm not sure. I um, think so. But, yeah, folks, anywhere in the world, if you happen to catch them on their world tour, this was actually postponed. I think we got tickets for this in 2021, yeah. but, you know, because of things. Uh, it's only just actually gone ahead. But, um, yeah, yeah, great, great night. Very good. Cool.
1: I uh, saw him uh, on the social media. A picture of a fantastic-looking cheeseboard. Yep, yep. In, um, in the theatre. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. No, that was in a hotel no, in Dunedin. He was yeah. very
1: impressed. <coughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, mm. yeah they, they liked Dunedin. Um, yeah, Robin Ince was very complimentary about the the bookshops. There's some great bookshops down here. Second-hand bookshops. Um. So uh, yeah, I also been watching. Mm. Uh, going straight now. In the last episode, I think it was we talked about TV spin-offs we did and you sent me a
1: link and i and i found it yeah
0: yeah i knew it was on there because i'd found it before we talked about it so i knew it was on there yeah. but um yeah you sent me the link to go in straight so i uh i've started watching i watched the first couple of episodes really good you know just brilliant writing um yeah i forgotten nicholas lindhurst was in it
1: he played so, yeah yeah Flet- should, uh, fletcher's yeah. son
0: yeah and uh god lenny godborough of course and, and all that so uh yeah i've I'll been I'll be enjoying that i'll, I'll I guess
1: I shall get into it. Yeah, I definitely get into only it. Only like twenty minutes like, long. No, aren't I? I found
0: it. I, I, yeah. I guess it was only one series. I'm not sure actually, but I'm sure there aren't many of them. So, yeah, it's
1: not many. Mm.
0: And yeah. um, we're also watching uh, as a family, which um, I haven't really talked about this because I think all the time we've been doing this podcast, with, we uh, in our house we've had some sort of long-running American comedy on. Uh, we've got another one on. It's not, not such a long-running one, actually. It's not so many episodes, but it, it has been around for a long time. But I think they had a break of about 10 years between series. But um, it's called Arrested Development. Have you ever seen yeah. that? No. Um, or ever heard of it?
1: It's, it's, I it's... have a thing with American series. I know,
0: I know. It's, um, <laughs> on. it's one of those. Yeah, it's one of those. It's, um, it's about this f- completely dysfunctional family and, uh, who, who uh, the, the dad's been put in jail. Uh, he headed up the family business and it was all a bit corrupt. So he ended up in jail, but he's still running the business from jail. And there's some big names in there, but they maybe weren't big names at the time, but they've gone on to be big names in films, you know, some of the actors. Um, Mm. And it's one of those really, really stupid comedies. um, You know, the relationships between the characters and the situations. It reminds me of, you remember soap back in the early eighties. It reminds me a bit of that. It's got a uh, Mm. sort of uh, narrator uh, on bits of it. And yeah, it's a, yeah, it's well worth a watch. Anyone out there that wants looking for a American comedy, Arrested Development, mm. give it a, give it a go. Sure. Disney Plus.
1: Well, yeah, well, we've been watching well, the same thing that everybody else on the planet seems to be watching um, on Netflix, uh, called Wednesday, mm. which is uh, the Adam's Family spin off mm. or whatever you want to call it. Not um, yeah, and it's um, it's excellent family viewing. I have to say. Um, stuffed full of people you recognise. Um, Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it, Gwendolyn Christie from oh, yeah. Game of Thrones and yep. many other things. Star Wars. Um, and Jenny Ortega is the eponymous Wednesday, and um, she plays it really great, mm. really well. Um, the story is that um, Wednesday's been expelled from her high school Um by putting piranhas in the school pool. Well, when the water polo team's practising, so she gets booted for that, um, and her mum and dad have to take her to the Nevermore Academy, which is a a sort of school for weirdos (laughs) in Vermont. Although uh, Tim Burton filmed it in Romania, which um, there's all sorts of um, gothic-looking buildings over there, I guess, which help a lot. Um, And it's a murder mystery, and she has... She discovers that she's got psychic abilities and um and uh it's the mystery is solved throughout the course of the series. Um it's really easy to watch. Um uh nerd points all around. Um, Christina Ricci, mm. who was Wednesday in the 90s Adams Family films, yeah, is in it and plays a teacher. Uh and I'm not gonna say any more than that. Okay. Um I will say extra nerd points. um, Thora Birch, who starred with Scarlett Johansson and Steve Buscemi in Mm -hmm. Ghost World, which is one of my favourite, sort of slightly odd films, Mm -hmm. was going to be in it as that teacher. Um, But um, things happened and she didn't want to do it in the end. So um, they made the inspired decision to put Christina Ricci in the role. Brilliant. Um, Yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, Catherine Zeta Jones is. Morticia, which um, I didn't, I wondered how that would go for a start, but yeah, she makes a good go at it. And as always with these things, there's uh, a tremendous viral happening Mm. um, in that there's a dance scene in it, and it was um, the soundtrack was uh, the Cramps song, Goo Goo Muck. I say the Cramps, it was originally performed um, in the 50s, I think, by. um, a band called Ronnie Cook and the Gay Lads. Uh-huh.
2: Um, okay.
1: The Cramps are responsible for rev- reviving a lot of these old rock and roll weird obscurities, uh-huh. um, but the owner of the song, as a, there is an owner of Goo Goo Muck, um, I think he was sold it, this guy called Jim Shaw, who was a former member of Buck Owens, the country star's band, but Jim is making... Um, Big box now, obviously. Muck <laughs> yeah. has gone absolutely bonkers mm. um, from uh, from being in this scene. So that's the that's this week's running up that hill. I think. Oh, right. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. you can listen to the Cramps version. And you can listen to the the Ronnie Cook version um, and decide which ones you like. Um, but yeah, you know, good series and um, top of the charts over here, and I'm sure in a lot of other countries. Um, so. Yeah, 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 I'm I'm going to watch. It's it's only an M rating, so you know it's not
0: too scary. No, one of the kids is watching it, you know, but we're not we're not all watching it. So yeah, we'll uh, Mm. yeah we will check that one out. I think over Christmas.
2: Yeah, 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 good, good good stuff. Um, I saw it recently. It was Jimi Hendrix's birthday.
0: Or would would have been uh, his 80th? Wow. Uh,
2: Yeah, got me
0: thinking Mm -hmm. if he if he hadn't gone and died. Where do you reckon he would have gone? Like musically or whatever.
1: Well, yeah. Uh there is a sort of thread that he was didn't he was either working with or going to work with the jazz arranger, um, Gil Evans, I think. Right. Oh, this is digging back in the old brain cells here. Mm. So would he have gone down a kind of uh the a, a jazz um Angle, I think he uh, absolutely sort of would have develop into the Miles Davis yep. kind of 70s and through the 80s kind of thing going on yeah um,
0: I think you're absolutely yeah. right that's exactly what he would have done some of his later stuff was very jazzy wasn't it very swingy and um, he was going that way, I think, or very experimental. It mm. would it would have been, yeah, very experimental stuff mm. as the technology. There would have been synthesizers in there and all kinds of guitar synthesizers and stuff. You know those Yamaha yeah. Roland things, whatever. Um, yeah, I reckon that's the way he would have gone. Um, yeah, but unless we'll never know. No, unless we go no, down uh, from a black hole into a wormhole into another universe, down but or uh, something. But yeah, yeah. yeah. We won't go there. Mm. Cause, uh, no. Yeah. So, um, so talking of dead rock stars. Oh well. Do you want to
1: start? Yeah. It's just getting quite regular, isn't it? It is.
0: It's, yeah. It's, everyone's I dying, mean, aren't they? How's that?
1: That's uh, is, is it. Is it a thing? Is it a thing that people are certain you know, people of our uh, people that we liked, mm. people that we thought were great. Mm. Just that look a bit older than older us, than and us. therefore are just coming into yeah the writings on the wall. She's coming into the health, yeah, uh, the health problem area kind of thing. Or you know, um, so well. Let's just say Christine McVie for Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, um, sadly missed. Um, yeah, a tremendous songwriter, but I think probably maybe even. Slightly underrated, is that? Th- is that a thing to say? Well, she was in um, in the shadow of uh, the very glamorous uh,
0: Stevie Nicks, of course, wasn't she? So yeah, but yeah, <coughs> clearly, but, well, you they, know, she wrote some
1: of their biggest hits, right? And performed right, "Don't Stop," yeah. "You Make Loving Fun," "Little Lies," "Tom Good," yeah, and more. um Pretty much the highlights of, of a lot of those albums, I think. Mm. uh So yeah, and a very recognisable voice too.
0: Yeah, um, absolutely. Terrific! Uh, you said something to me last last week uh, regarding this about rumours and how at the time, uh, you know, you were too cool to be into root ru- yeah. into rumours. Ninety Nineteen seventy seven. yeah. So punk was <laughs> punks happening and, and yes. ACDC and all that stuff. So now, nah. of course, and then you come back to it later in life and you think, ah. And uh, I think that we could get, get this now. We could get a topic yeah. out of that, I reckon, because we've all been yeah. there. I mean, for me, it was all of the sort of, well mid to late eighties. So my teenage years mm-hmm. really, I was into some yeah. terrible music just because it was cool. And I was missing out on some great music, <laughs> you know, um, you know, the, I don't know, yeah. the Smiths, the cure, um, whatever, all that stuff. I was missing all that stuff. Cause I was listening to, I don't know, some, I don't know, whatever, whatever crap I was listening mm-hmm. to long forgotten. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's one for the folks really out there. If you, uh, any music that you've come back to later in life that you were just too cool. It, it was too mainstream or too crap at the time. And, uh, it's, uh,
1: yeah. Well, came... For whatever reason, You yeah. just thought it was not your thing and I... it did suddenly become your thing. Later yeah. In life. Or not even your and thing, just... but you just
0: got some the respect for it.
1: You got more out of it.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think, um, mm. someone like George Michael, I would put in that category. I just thought it was just, he was just a pop star. Um, it's only years later you yeah. think, oh, actually, he was a really, really good songwriter and a really, really good singer, um, good, great yeah. performer, and all that stuff. Um, yeah, so yeah, have a think That's about the that,
1: some of those some of those albums that just I'd oh, like rumours that just stayed glued to number one for mm. a long time. Well, yeah. they were there for a reason.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: of course, <laughs> of course. Have, and we they might, might not being have liked brought, them at the time. They're being
0: bought by people who weren't concerned about how cool they were. Um, you know, um, they'd be just buying it. And the, the, you know, in the seventies, I remember, you know, as a kid, there'd always be parties going on in people's houses around the neighborhood and the same records would be there, you know, like the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Everyone had that. And, you know, okay, it is what it is, but you go back and listen to that now. And for the most part, it is phenomenal. There's a couple of little yeah. dud, dud moments on there. But for the most part, it's a phenomenal record. Um, and that's why it sold so many, because people who weren't that bothered about how cool they looked or, or whatever bought it, because it sounded good. Um, yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, we can be a bit too snobby about the whole thing sometimes, eh?
1: Yeah. Um and we have been.
0: Mm. We also lost Wilco Johnson. We did. Uh Who... Did well to get as far as he did, given how very unwell he was a few years ago. I think he did very well to get there.
1: Yes, yeah, a good job he got the second opinion, really, because yeah. um, he was pronounced on his way out. Yeah, right. And then there um, was a doctor at a show, I think. So he was, he was up there playing on stage, and then somebody collared him afterwards mm. and said, well, with these things, there you can always go either way. So you just get a second opinion. Yeah. You know, you never know.
2: Yeah.
1: And he did. Yeah. And... Um, he learned a bit more yep. about his... And so gave him another, what, another 10 years, 15 years nearly. Yeah, I must have been,
0: must have been. been. Like that. He did the whole farewell tour, he made a farewell album, you know, played his last yeah. ever concert and all that, and then... Uh...
1: I mean, what a hero. In the early days of Dr. Feelgood from the first clip to, through to about mm. 1977 um, was unfortunately a different kind of character from the other three Feelgoods. Yeah. Um which drove them all mad in the end, yeah. um, but were an absolute legend um, and an idiosyncratic guitar player like no other, really. Yeah, uh, one, one well, of maybe, a kind. As maybe a Mick Green from the Pirates, who he stole a few things from, mm. but um, uh, but yeah, there, aren't, there ain't anyone like Wilco. No, um,
0: it's interesting. 1st uh, Didn't they make their first three albums in, the, in a year?
1: I think it was very quick. Very quickly, uh, first mono
0: and mono, um, well. and, mono. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's interesting what you say. How you know the, the personality clash? I think he was uh, amphetamines, and they were lager. <laughs> the rest of them, yeah. <laughs> so they were slowing, yeah. slowing down. He was speeding right up. So uh, yeah, um, yeah, of course, all the uh, all the radio stations in the UK have been playing the big hit uh, mm. "Milk and Alcohol." So. Think you know what yeah, i'm gonna shame, say really <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a bit it's, bit a bit like not. when your man from ub40 died a year or so ago and they were playing all the ub40 records that he wasn't on yeah so yeah the,
1: and wilco is not on it, although i do like jp mayo but um wilco is not on that album no no so uh he's gone by then yeah and was doing his own thing yeah um which is also very good and playing with ian during for a while to keep his head on straight, I think. Cool. Although joining that bunch of nutcases, yeah, there must <laughs> maybe not the way to do it. <laughs> no, no. Um, but um, but at least he met Norman, the bass player yeah. who um, he featured with in the Wilco Johnson band yeah. for for many years. The tremendous bass the player, best British and...
0: bass player ever, maybe.
1: Oh. Mm. I Ooh. would certainly. Probably the one that I've seen live. Yeah. Yeah. I was just a, that's just incredible. I uh, as basic. As you know, as as incredible as Wilco's guitaring is, mm. it's very basic. Mm. Um and to have someone like Norman mm. uh filling in the gaps, I yeah. <laughs> it underpinning with it all with his yeah. dexterity. Um, incredible uh, bass player. Yeah. Terrific stuff. Mm. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, and we had another one, more specific to New Zealand, which I'll, I'll let you talk about, so you know a bit more about this person. Yeah,
1: Habish Kilgore mm. of the Clean uh, went missing a few days ago um, and uh, has been found passed away. Yeah. Um, the Clean, a seminal flying non-band from uh, the late 70s and the early 80s. I've got, I've got little charts here with them. They were... The second release, I think, was an EP called "Boodle Boodle Boodle," it had two absolute classics on it. Well, more, more than two. Um, and when that was at number five in 1981 on the New Zealand chart, which was an amazing achievement, um, above the clean, were Rene Gaia, Olivia Newton-John, Shaking Stevens, and Alvin Stardust. Wow. So that kind of kind of says yeah. what kind of thing was going on, and and how. Uh, uh, how quite quietly astonishing that that was to to get that far. Mm. Um, their first record, Tally Ho, I think went to number nineteen, so that was enough of a, You know, that was a little bit of a success. Yep. So yeah. But then they claimed storming in with the the EP, and then quite bizarrely, I think about nineteen eighty two, it all fell to bits, and they all started doing their own thing again. Um, and I won't go into it too much here, but um, they were a band that's been that, they've been reactivated by reissues. They have a compilation album called Compilation and an anthology double CD called Anthology. Right. And when they were released in America, <laughs> um, they got a lot of traction um, out of the college radio network and all that kind of thing. So they found themselves making their first ever studio album in, 19, in 1990, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of 10 years after they'd made their splash in New Zealand, which was kind of weird. And they, they, they rolled on into... Into um, uh, into the tens, um, and they always pop up every now and again, or they would. Um, I think I saw them in two thousand and eleven last time. Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I think for anyone out there,
1: but great stuff.
0: into. You know, music nerds, I guess, that are into record label stuff. Uh, yeah, they are on a label called Flying Nun Records, who are still going, I believe. Uh, but yeah, oh, yeah, they made a big they made big waves globally, really. Certainly the UK and into the US in the eighties. Yeah, and it's proper indie music, right? And you can you can hear it and you can yeah. see it in the videos they made. So yeah, have a look at Flying yeah. Nun Records. There are playlists on Spotify and all that stuff. There is some great stuff in there.
1: The, the hall where the Boodle EP was recorded, I say hall, it's more like a sort of minuscule scout hut. It's just not too far away from us. Um, it's, it's the scroffiest looking thing you've ever seen in your entire life. as has graffiti on the outside and and you just think, well, yeah, this this um, classic bit of New Zealand music was recorded in the shed.
2: Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then went uh, a
1: band that went around the world. Um, they toured a lot in the UK in the sort of 88, 89, 90, around that time.
0: Um, yeah, I think John John yeah. Peel was a was a fan of the oh, whole Flying Nun Records scene. Yeah, uh, and even to yeah. this day, people like Pete Perfides still talk about things like Flying Nun records. So, uh, yeah, yeah, a good yeah. record label if you're into that sort of thing. Check it out.
2: Indeed. Uh,
0: anyone else died? if we got them
1: all? Uh, Kirstie Alley, oh, Kirsty Alley. Oh, Kirsty Alley. Yes,
0: I knew we didn't have them all. Yeah, we lost Kirsty yeah. Alley yesterday as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know we were talking the other week and we keep mentioning it. But we're not gonna do anything about it. The classic, you know, Rolling Stone hundred great T V series of all time. But Cheers was in that mm. and was one of the ones with which I had some agreement. So yes. I thought that, that was something that I watched. Yeah, it's great. Um and I thought it was great. Mm. Um the all the characters were pretty much spot on, um, every single one of them. Um yeah.
0: Of course, that had a successful spin off, didn't it? Very successful, more successful spin off, I was yeah. In Frasier.
1: Yeah. Don't
0: indeed. Think- yeah. I don't- was there another spin off from that
2: around Norm? Did I imagine mm. that? Hmm. Don't know. Um, let us know, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Um,
0: the only other thing I've got on my list is, and I don't want to talk about this too much. Because I think it's pretty dull and we're all bored of it now,
1: but um, Spotify wrapped. Oh. No, so yeah. we all had that, I suppose. Did you have any? Did you have any chamber psych on your uh, <laughs> I don't, genre? No, on your, I, don't on think your I,
0: I, I had lots of genres because uh, <laughs> I, I listened to lots yeah. and lots of different stuff, and uh, it becomes clear. I mean, I, I'm not sure. I I believe it actually because last mm. year it said my most listened to song was "Obladi da Yeah, definitely wasn't. <laughs> I can assure you, it wasn't. So I don't know where it's got that from. Um, so, uh, yeah, well, so this year, my number one artist was the Beatles, of course. Um, not that I've been listening to them so much as, as in casually listening, but more kind of research for this podcast, really. I've been deep diving the Beatles a bit more, shall we say, over the last 12 months. So that's, that accounts for that. But my top five songs were Mm -hmm. all by the same artist from the same album. Uh, and it was Emily Capell who we've talked about on this show, and I, oh, yeah. I'm re- I'm a really big fan of her there music. I, um, yeah, it's just, um, I've played her album a lot this year, and then she's got a new album coming out in the new year, I think. But yeah, it just, yeah, it just,
1: yeah. I just... It does get like that. Yeah. When you've, when you, when you just, cla- I mean, it, it may be that, that album. It's like last year's, I listened to the Hamish Hawk album quite a lot. Yeah. A lot. That was all there was. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> That's all he'd done. But, so uh, yeah, it just, it's gonna feature quite a bit. Um and it just happens like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my 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 was mine was slightly affected this year by the darkness, which is ah, sounds yeah. a bit strange. But um, i i was writing the darkness top ten, mm. so I had to do some research um into songs that I wasn't that familiar with. And he did out the whole albums I wasn't that familiar with. So um yeah. Uh Maybe you need. I, uh, I don't know. I I think they. I, I should. Yeah, I should run that again and see what. See what's there without them. But um. Well,
0: you, you need two uh, Spotify I, I accounts. Think, is the answer one for listening and one for research? Well,
1: at least like a lot of things I've read. Yeah, at least it's not. Now we've got Family Spotify. It's not yeah. affected by yeah small children. Taylor Swift. And not, that and I, not that I have a small children any, a small child anymore. Mm. But uh, about the aforementioned chamber psych <laughs> genre, right? I think I think they invent. You know they, they stick these genres in so you get lots of social media traction and yeah. go, I, I have listened never to heard that never of that what's this yeah. it's rubbish <laughs> it's absolute rubbish you
0: know, I did get some something I can't remember what it was now um, don't know how you get back into it how'd you get back into it oh, who cares it's a bit dull it's a bit
1: dull but I got it's my gone now uh, we're done with it now yeah. we're done with it yeah we're, we're over I'm that on to now next, next uh, music yeah. more more stuff mm. yeah I've only got one more thing yeah really Uh, if we're ready for that. Yeah. And um, I I was watching, um, looking for something to watch, and I go into Beamer Film, which we have over here, folks, maybe you have something like that in your country, Mm. which is basically if you've got a library card, you can log into this site and watch lots of stuff for nothing. Um, Just as the same as you could get a DVD out from the library. It's not done that way these days. Um, And I thought, oh, a Scott Walker documentary. Brilliant. Mm. Um. All the time, from the Walker Brothers in the sixties to his current avant-garde strangeness um, that he does now, um, uh, taught me a lot. I'm full of lots of uh, lots of people doing the vox pops, like Mark Armand and um, David Bowie, mm. and Lulu was in there because she was, um, you know, put alongside the Walker Brothers in the pop magazines of the sixties, yep. you know, and. Romance was suggested between <laughs> between Lulu and Scott and, you know, all those things that went on. Um, Jarvis Cocker's in it, which probably isn't a surprise. Mm-hmm. Johnny Marr. Um, and it's great. It's great because you learn a lot and you learn the way uh, he's moved along from some sort of the sort of cinematic um, orchestral pop music that he used to do yeah. um, from the Walker brothers, then into his solo albums. Um, then into relative obscurity. Um, And then, hey-ho, in the 70s, everything happens and and the Walker brothers get back together to do something. Um, uh, A couple of albums came out. One of them has a very sort of strong Peter Gabriel, Robert Palmer type feel with the 80s production. So you think, oh, yeah, that's, that's moved on a little bit. And then out comes another solo album called Climate of Hunter in 1984. Which just gets a little bit more, a little less song based. Let's put it that way. And then subsequent albums, which all come out with massive gaps in between, because he doesn't like to be rushed, and um, and does things a certain way. The Tilt was in 1995, and the Drift, about which this film is uh, set around, really in '06, and Bish Bosch in 2012, and those. Last three are rather challenging. Mark Armand was on there going, "I absolutely hate tilt. It was awful when it came out. It's terrible." So he's kind of ruined. It's ruined. Um, Scott Walker for Mark Gallant, oh because um, he did one of his songs, didn't he? Yeah, yeah a cover. I know. Yeah, he, mm. yes. Jackie. It's the kind of you know. Yeah, it's he's he's uh, he's, he's covered Scott and his his whole a bit of his oeuvre is based on that. Yeah. String, string sections and all that stuff. Orchestral string based mm. pop music. But um yeah, I think it's on the drift. Um a lot of fuss was uh, uh about uh, Scott Walker had bought some sides of meat for the percussionist to punch <laughs> <laughs> Oh that was the that was the, the strange bit that escaped that everybody meant what what on earth <laughs> um but even going back to Climate of Hunter, which was, which was still basically, uh, you know, listenable. I'm saying that in the, in the, the worst possible way, but um, it's in the film that when the, the musicians, you know, all solid cracking session musicians um, come in and are told that they can't
2: play any melody at all. Now, fancy that mm. you're working on songs um, that you can't play along to. You
1: have to work around yeah. his vocal. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nice. Crazy. Yeah. C- crazy. Ah, speaking crazy of, stuff. speaking of nice, a, a quick update on my, uh, jazz guitar odyssey. Uh, oh yeah, it yeah. kind of fits in. Here. So I'm pretty stuck into all blues, Miles Davis, all blues now. So, uh, I've got the, the kind of comping go. riff going on and I'm just learning the lead at the head, as they call it in the jazz world. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be ready to share soon. So I might even play. Mm. On the podcast, Do you? Yeah.
1: great. You wouldn't be on any Scott Walker albums, that's for sure. <laughs> not the late, not the later ones, and not unless you were standing on your guitar. I imagine <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Anyway, it's called Thirty Century Man. The film um, it can be tracked down online, obviously, because yep. I did yep. uh, for for no money at all. So um, yeah, good stuff. It's just just a curious watch if if you if you don't even know anything about Scott Walker, um, the the range of of music, which I think we've talked about before, you know, uh, you know people who go completely off genre. Um, boy, does he do that! Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: okay. Well, I reckon we're done. Sure. This actually ed- ended up being quite a long episode. The, the, the ones where you've got nothing to say usually are oh, the longest right. ones, aren't they? So, um, we are yeah. hoping to get another one in before Christmas. Yeah, we should be able to, all being well. Uh, yeah. we'll. We'll wrap it up Intense I'll um, publish it on Just around Just yeah. before Christmas uh, So yeah I don't know What we're going to do Any suggestions What we could talk about For Christmas Let us know um, yeah. Or we might not Make it Christmas here. Or we might just Make it a regular one Who knows um, Yeah Yeah.
1: As an antidote To the
0: Yeah <laughs> Anti Christmas Exactly <laughs> To Christmas
1: yeah.
0: mm. um, Okay Well Let's oh. go Say goodbye Captain
1: no, Goodbye Captain See you later folks Not what You've been listening to Only a Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch and share your feedback and ideas, we'd love to hear from you. Go to onlyapodcast.com or you can find us at Only a Podcast on Twitter and Instagram or via our Facebook page. Remember, it's
2: Only a Podcast.